Thank you for tuning in to Can You Talk Mental Health. Today we have our very, very special featured guest, Ms. Jocelyn Jefferson. Jocelyn Jefferson is 24 years old, currently obtaining her master's degree in business administration and finance. Ms. Jefferson currently attends the University of West Alabama. Jocelyn Jefferson is in the Pinnacle Honor Society, as well as an investment specialist. Ms. Jefferson enjoys dancing, and Jocelyn Jefferson is also a part of the Christian sorority Kappa Gamma Sigma. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ms. Jocelyn Jefferson. Thank you for having me. Of course. We're honored that you be here and shine light on Can You Talk Mental Health on Lupus Awareness. And so I'm just going to get straight into it. What does lupus awareness mean to you? To me, it means it's an autoimmune disease and it's a chronic illness and there's no cure for it. There are different types of lupus. There's SLE, there's discord, and there's also drug-induced lupus. The lupus that I have is SLE, and I have lupus nephritis class 5, and that affects my kidneys. Wow, thank you so much for sharing and educating myself and viewers. Since we're promoting lupus awareness and mental health, I'm curious, has being diagnosed with lupus affected your mental health? Uh, yes, it has affected my mental health because when I first was diagnosed, I felt depressed, and then I would just cry for no reason sometimes. And it just like really be out of nowhere. So I just basically feel like it's because I didn't really want to accept that I had lupus. And then also I noticed if I'm being like yelled at or just like someone talking like too loud to me or anything like that, I'll just get like real irritated and I'll just shut down. So did your diagnosis start to give you mood swings? Uh, yes, it did. Plus with the medication I was on, so it didn't really make it any better. I can only imagine, especially with everything being so unfamiliar. Yeah, pretty much. I know we're speaking about where you were at when you first received your diagnosis. And so for viewers who are unfamiliar with lupus, is there anything that you learned that most people may not know about lupus? Um, I didn't know that lupus was hereditary. I didn't know it mainly affect African-American women and also like Latino women the most between the ages of 20 to 45. So when I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed right at the age of 20. Wow. So with gaining new information about your diagnosis, how did that help you with acceptance? Uh, it was just like a learning process and then just learning more about lupus. And I try to look for support groups, but I just never really got more into it. So, but just like looking it up and then sometimes just writing about stuff and watching videos with um, lupus, that just helped me cope with it and like understand like it's okay. Well, I do want to plug a support group located in Atlanta, Georgia. The L-Life. Shout out to The L-Life. Thank you for all that you're doing to raise lupus awareness. And shout out to Gabriella Williams, the founder. Can you tell myself and viewers a little bit about your sorority, Kappa Gamma Sigma Sorority Incorporated? Kappa Gamma Sigma Sorority Incorporated is a Christian sorority and is based out of Chicago, but we have an Atlanta chapter here. So our philanthropy is lupus, so that's one thing that's like really important to me when it comes to my sorority. Well, again, thank you so much for your courage to join us today here on Can You Talk Mental Health. You're truly educating me on so much that I did not know about lupus. Thank you. You're welcome. And so since your diagnosis, have you had any significant changes in your lifestyle? Basically, every day now, I have to do my blood pressure in the mornings. I have to do it in the evenings as well. I have to check my temperature. And sometimes I check my oxygen level, but mainly just the blood pressure and my temperature because 
when I first came into the hospital, my blood pressure was like really high. It was like 166 over 126, I believe. So I just really had like high blood pressure at the time, but now I don't, but I still have to take the medication for it. But they tell me it's really more so for my kidneys. And there's not a cure for lupus? They're looking into it, but there's right now and like for a while, there hasn't been any cure, but it has like gotten better like medication wise. I'm glad to hear that there has been some progression with medicine. And since it has been five years since your diagnosis, do you believe that there has been significant improvements in the medication? think just with more research and like scientific I guess technology now it's just more developed than it was like back then so like for me I was I had 10 medications when I came out the hospital and then now I'm down to two. Oh wow Jocelyn congratulations that's incredible thank you and so with having a lupus diagnosis is it really focused on how well you take care of yourself? Yeah, pretty much just, like, maintaining it because lupus can come back. Like, it can come back a different way than it did, like, the first time. So I just have to, like, watch out for it. And with one of my recent doctor visits back in January, he's told me that he can see the activity starting. I guess I still have, like, a little bit of activity. You can see it's coming. I won't say coming back, per se, but you can just say I still got activity. Because he wanted to take me down on one of my medications, but... Because he's seen that he's gonna like keep me like where I'm at for like right now. But I'm still in remission because I've been in remission since August of 2019. So for now, I'm just gonna say I'm still in remission, even though it might be like a little activity showing. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Jocelyn. And you know you have my full support and the full support of Can You Talk Mental Health. And now all of our viewers can support you on your journey. You've got this and we want to see you at the healthiest that you can be. And I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, thank you for your courage. And I know that we've discussed a whole lot. And so what do you want viewers to gain from you sharing your story? Um, I just want viewers to know like what lupus is and the different types there are and then also to know that it is an invisible disease so if someone who has lupus like myself if we say oh we don't feel good or we don't feel like doing anything like yes it may not show on the outside but it's like the inside is what we feel like that's what we feel everything and like the pain so it's like some days you may not want to get out of bed and there's some days you'll be like you have like all the energy so that's why they say lupus is an invisible disease because we don't look like it because there's people who say you don't look sick but it's like i am sick it's just like on the inside like you may not see it on the outside it might look perfectly fine what have you learned about yourself since your lupus diagnosis um i have learned that i'm strong and that i'm going to be okay and also that like i'm a warrior and i just basically have to like maintain my lupus and just continue to be positive and you are a strong girl and you are a fighter so i know you mentioned you're a lupus warrior yes ma'am yes ma'am and so what does being a lupus warrior mean to you um basically as i said before you know being strong but also means being a fighter and knowing that i'm gonna get through this you know you know there's no cure for it but i'm still gonna be strong continuing to push through I know that's right. <laughs> and so if you could travel back in time to the day of your diagnosis, what is one thing that you would tell yourself? Well, it's like a couple things I'll say, but I'll say that I'll be okay and then that I'm going to like make it through it and there's like no need to stress because I was still able to graduate from college. Was not graduating from college one of your concerns? Yes, it was because I had two weeks left of that semester. So they told me I wasn't able like to go back to school. 
And then I know, like, my dad, he didn't want me going back in the spring. Cause I know I could do it in the spring, but because they didn't want a lot of stress on me, like, my doctors. So, like, he kind of wasn't, like, with me going back in the spring. But my mom was like, oh, she's going to be bored. So, and then I'll probably, all I think about is, like, my diagnosis. So, for me to keep busy, she was saying, like, I should, like, go back. Plus, I wanted to, and I wanted to finish. So, I was able to finish the semester before before like the midterm of spring semester then I was also able to finish the spring semester as well and then of course you know I came back on campus in the fall. Congratulations and I'm glad you had the support of your family in your decision and I can understand what you're saying with your new diagnosis weighing on you and taking time off from school would have just made your diagnosis that much more heavy on you mentally. Thank you. I am so happy for you that you were able to put yourself back in your element and you got that degree. <laughs> and as you guys know, Ms. Jocelyn Jefferson is currently obtaining her master's degree. And so what is one piece of advice that you would give someone who just received a diagnosis for lupus? Um, I would tell them that you're going to be strong and that you will be okay and just always remain positive and you're going to make it through. Just, you know, don't think too hard on it. And I know that you do have such a strong support system in helping you adjust to your new lifestyle. And how important is a strong support system in your fight with lupus? Um, it's very important to have a strong support system for me because just with everything I've been through, because I was in the hospital for seven days. I got out the day before Thanksgiving because I was in two hospitals. I was in Macon because, you know, that's where I went to school. Then I came up here and went to Emory because that's where they transferred me because that's where they had all the equipment they needed because the doctor down there, she knew like what I had, but they didn't have the equipment. So I came up here. And so my cousin, I know he came the next day when I was up at Emory. My aunt came as well and my grandma. And of course, you know, my mom was there like the whole entire time. And then, you know, my dad came as well. He was there basically every day as well. And he came also with my uncle. So basically like all my family who came, you know, I'm very supportive with my family, my friends. Speaking of like one of my friends, I just want to shout out. Iris McLean. So I met her like a few weeks before I was sick and she's really been like down for me ever since then. So that's why I go so hard for her. And plus she's also like my birthday twin. But you know, she's always been there for me when I was in the hospital, even when I was out of the hospital, like we were always communicating. And then even when I came back on campus, you know, she always made sure I was straight and make sure, you know, I take my medication, you know, and everything like that. And so you met Iris McLean before your diagnosis? Yeah, so then we met October, like, 24th or 25th. Oh, wow. That's a really good person and a friend. So shout out to Iris McLean. The world needs more people like you. Keep being the friend that everyone deserves. So is there any struggle that once you received your lupus diagnosis that you thought would be impossible that you were able to overcome? Uh, I would have to say my weight because everybody who knows who have lupus, you know, you get put on prednisone, which is steroids, and it blows you up. So, like, it just basically, like, blew me up. And people who know me, like, they know I've always been, like, under 130 or I always look small. So, like, with me gaining the weight to being, like, 150, 160, it was kind of, like, scary. And I was, like, wondering how I'm going to lose it because it's hard to lose weight after, you know, being on prednisone. Do you feel like you struggle with body dysmorphia? Um, what is that? It's basically when you have a negative image of yourself that isn't true to the image that others see. Really a distorted body image. Um, yes, I would say I had that because I really didn't like how it looked. Um, really during that time, that was really like 
really, really hard for me and, like, a major struggle. So, like, when I came back to school, I was, like, in the 150s and then working out in the gym and also doing a personal training program that they had there. And I was able to lose weight before, you know. Well, you've shared a lot with us today, and it's been super insightful. And I just want to thank you again so much for educating me and Can You Talk Mental Health viewers. Thank you. You're always welcome. And let me know if you need anything, Jocelyn. Thank you so much, Can You Talk Mental Health viewers, for sitting with me and Ms. Jocelyn Jefferson. Is there anything you want to leave with viewers today, Jocelyn? Um, I'll say one thing I will say, everybody who has lupus is different. Not everybody's the same. So, like, just because, like, you see me, you know, living my life or doing whatever, it seems like, um, you know, normal or whatever, I still go through things, and there's somebody else who may not be able to live like I live. So just know that, like, everybody who has lupus is very different. Thank you for sharing that with us, Jocelyn. Thank you again for having me. And as always, guys, be kind to yourself and be kind to each other. And I want you to have clarity in knowing that you are not alone in your unseen battles that nobody knows about. Thank you so much for listening to Can You Talk? Mental Health. Can I talk to you soon? Yeah.